Welcome to Catechesis, a digital outreach of First Presbyterian Church of LaGrange. Catechesis is Greek for teaching. That's precisely what we will do with this podcast. Take Christians back to their roots through spoken word and study. Welcome to Catechesis. I am Laura Neely, and I'm the pastor for Mission and Formation at First Presbyterian Church of LaGrange, Georgia. Catechesis is our our podcast where we weekly um, dive into the ancient practice of teaching through spoken word. That's what catechesis actually means. So that means what we're going to do is look at the scripture for the coming Sunday and get into it a little bit and hopefully give you some more context for um, what the worship service is focused on for the week. My prayer is that our time together today gives you a chance to ponder the scripture a bit and that the reflections you hear are enlightening to your spiritual journey. Before we read the scripture, I think it's good to know that the scripture comes in conjunction with the church's summer series on children's questions. We polled some of the children from our congregation about um, questions about God, and these are some of the questions that they had. And the question for this week is, why did you make us God? Why did you make us God? I think it's interesting that this question isn't how did you make us God? It isn't about how we happen to be on the earth as human beings. The question isn't asking for an instruction manual, but instead asks why. It's a question about intention. What was God's intention in making us? To say this more plainly, what was God's purpose in putting us here? If I'm looking for answers in the Bible about why God put humans on earth, then I think it's natural to turn to the book of Genesis, and so that's what we're going to do this Sunday. Genesis looks at our beginnings as the people of God and specifically with the question of why God made us, I think of Abram and Sarai, who later their names get changed to Abraham and Sarah, but not yet. And so God comes to Abram and says, I have a plan for you. I want you to go and be my people. I have a call for you And these are some of the first inklings we get of God's intentions for us as humans. So let's get into the biblical text. This Sunday's text comes from the Old Testament and the book of Genesis, like I said. We're looking at chapter 12, verses 1 through 9. It is, again, the story of Abram's blessing from God. God says, look, Abram, I am going to make of you a great nation, but you are going to have to go from this place that you know, all that you know, but I will be with you, and I will make you a blessing, and you will be a blessing. 
So let's go to the text and see what it actually says. Again, that is Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 9. Listen now for the word of God. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and the one who curses you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Abram took his wife Sarai and his brother's son Lot and all the possessions they had gathered and the persons whom they acquired in Haran. And they set forth to go to the land of Canaan. And when they had come to the land of Canaan, Abram passed through the land to a place at Shechem, to the oak of Morah, at the time that the Canaanites were there in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built there an altar to the Lord, who appeared to him. From there he moved on to the hill country on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent. With Bethel on the west and I on the east, there he built an altar to the Lord and invoked the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed on in stages towards the Negeb. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So we hear the calling of Abram. God says to Abram, pack up everything. Take your wife and your brother and all of your family with you and leave your homeland and go to the land of Canaan to the place that I will show you. There I will make you a blessing and you will bless others and I will make your name great. So Abram packs up everything, his wife and his brother and his family and all their possessions and they set out to go. Think about that. What a leap of faith it must have been. I can hear Sarai saying, what did you say we're doing? Where are we going? There had to be a lot of uncertainty around this trip. They were leaving all that they knew to follow God. And it's important to remember that they didn't have anything near the technological conveniences we have today. To show them the way. Nothing to help them know what to expect along their journey. This added to the uncertainty and the fears they might have had. I wonder if at some point Abram felt foolish, second-guessing himself and worried that he had staked his whole life on something he didn't completely understand. When I moved to Texas to begin my first job as a pastor, it felt a little bit like this. 
The difference is I got to visit the place where I was going to live before I actually moved there. I could look up apartments online and do some research about the place. I got to ask questions and see my church and meet the staff who worked there. But for me, Texas might well have been Canaan. A lot felt uncertain and unknown. It seems that part of what gave Abram the guts to venture out into the unknown was what God had promised to make him a blessing. Maybe Abram heard this as a way of saying, don't worry, everything will be okay. You will have my blessing in this unknown place. So much of life is venturing into unknowns. Health issues get thrust into our laps. We lose a job. We find ourselves in the middle of conflict with someone close to us. We worry about loved ones dealing with difficult decisions or situations and feel helpless. Some unknowns aren't quite as, ser- as serious, but still force us to face uncertainty. When we leave home to go to college, when we move to a new place to pursue our dreams, when we take a risk, hoping the short-term discomfort will lead to something better with time. As we examine the story of Abram, I think we learn about a God who is interested in people. God is interested in seeing Abram go and build a great nation. God is interested in Adam and Eve who God created in God's own likeness. God is interested in seeing Moses lead the Hebrews to freedom. God is interested in giving Ruth a family when she has none. God is interested in Isaac and Jacob and Miriam and Esther and Tamar and many more. This all gets to the thought that God delights in us. God delights in our living, our being, our doing, even our mess-ups and our successes. Abram, who later becomes Abraham, has his share of ups and downs. But God remains constant, faithful, and brings forth blessings. Why did God make us? Because God delights in our living. God delights in the complicated beauty of our lives. Because God delights in us, God gives a calling to our lives. God says, go. Don't stay put, but go. Live lives that are a blessing to people. So as you prepare for Sunday, consider how God delights in you and how you might live your life as a reflection of this gift. For now, I'm Laura Neely, and this is Catechesis. Blessings for the road, and peace be with you, friends. Thanks for joining us this week at Catechesis. Be sure to follow along on our websites, lewisandbroad.org and fpclagrange.org. See you next week.